I had a water here. What do I do with it? There it goes. I hope that's the right water. Don't want to be drinking after somebody else. <laughs> I'm one of those persons that if, uh, have you seen that Dr. Pepper commercial where the guy's like drinking the soda and his wife wants a drink and he starts running down the street and he's like, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. That is so me. And that's like, I'll buy my wife a soda, but if she doesn't want one and she wants a drink, I'm like, no, I'm not giving you a drink. Cause it's like, I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. We have, we have our pet peas, right? Amen. All right, if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to Joshua 1.8. Joshua, Joshua 1.8, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I got the New King James right here. And this is what it says, guys. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Amen. Father, I just come before you this morning, Father, and I would ask that your Holy Spirit would minister a word to each and every one that's here today. Father, you're desiring us, Father Lord, to grow deeper in our relationship with you, Father Lord, to grow in your word. In your word, there is power, there is victory, there is deliverance, Father Lord. And Father, I pray to anyone today, Father, that's living outside, Father Lord, the blessings of your word, you would speak to their life, Father. You would draw them back, Father, that we are be a people of your word, for you are your word. And Father, I just ask for the anointing power. I bind every hindrance, spirit, Lord, that would come against this word today. And I ask for you, Father, just to have your way in the house. And Father, we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So my thoughts this morning, guys, is success God's way. Success God's way. And see, we serve a God that's interested in your success, both, uh, you know, uh, spiritually speaking. You know, he's interested in your success, but not just for you to do it your way, but to do it his way praise the Lord, his way. And see, uh, God's success is what the Bible calls good success. And see, the world says that success is setting a goal and then accomplishing it. And the world doesn't care who they got to step over or lie or cheat or what they got to do to accomplish that success. But see, it's not that way with God. God's got a different standard for success. See, what the world may call success, God will say it's a failure. And what the world may say is a failure, God can say it's a success. And see, guys, the key to the secret of of us having success in our relationship with Christ is that we got to learn to get in his word and abide in his word each and every day. It's got to be a part of our lives, guys. To have success in area area of your life, guys, it's got to be built upon the word of God. See, it's our solid rock. It will never waver. It will never fade. And you got to learn to stand upon it. The storms can come. The winds will blow. But the word of God will still stand and be strong, praise God. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. And the man of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped equipped in every good work. And see, church, you want to walk in victory and success and be complete and be equipped for every good work. you got to learn to, to walk and get planted in God's Word and do what God's Word says, His written Word says, praise the Lord. Amen. See, the Bible says here in Psalms 1, It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seats of scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he meditates day and night. And he should be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his seasons, who leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper, guys. In other words, have success. And see, church, guys, you got to want to study God's word, and you got to get in God's word. And when you begin to meditate on it and let it get inside your life, guys, you're going to have success and victory in your life. Praise the Lord. 
But see, it's got to go beyond the church house. you got to get in God's word outside the church house because I guarantee you at some point of this week, the enemy's going to be waiting out there to trip you up, to slap you in the face, and, uh, in the face, and you got to get in God's word, know who you are, be established in God's word so you can stand and fight the enemy when he comes at you. You just can't wait for a Sunday service. you got to be ready at all times for when the enemy comes against you, praise the Lord. The Bible says here in Job 36 and 11, that if you obey and serve him, then you shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure, guys. That doesn't mean every day, guys, is going to be roses and rainbows in your life. I mean, because God uses trials and tribulations to draw us closer to him and to grow us. But what that means is when you're going through the storms in your life, you can open up God's word and God's word will speak to you and bring comfort to your life. You can stand upon it. You can be crying in the night, but, but it says weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. God's word will bring comfort to your life. Praise the Lord. See, God's success comes in many forms in our lives, guys. It involves having prosperity when you're around poverty. Promotion uh, through demotion, guys, or without demotion. Deliverance without relapse. Healing, guys, without any trace of sickness in your life, guys. And, and uh, you can have salvation without backsliding. You can have victory, guys, without uh, um, de- de- uh, being defeated, praise the Lord. Yeah. Enemy trying to steal my words there. He ain't going to do it, though. Praise God. See, Christ is our power source. And you got to get in God's Word and let God's Word be in you guys if you want to learn to live and walk in victory in your life. So there's three keys to having success and victory in God's way. And so number one, guys, is God's Word needs to be our priority. It needs to be the priority in your life. See, success, guys, is not having money, power, prestige, or position. It's not having paparazzi follow you around. When you walk in a room, everybody stands up and claps. No, success, guys, is discovering and doing God's will for your life discovering it. See, because the things of this world is going to fade away. It's going to fade away. Matthew 6 and 26 says, for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What good is it to have 15 cars and have a house on each coast, guys? And there's people that work out all the time to build up their bodies. But I'm telling you, after a a certain amount of time, there's things that were up here begins to sag because of gravity. And the old house will need paint jobs and cars will break down. But God's word is eternal, guys. It's eternal. See, success is filling the purpose which God has created you for. Success is discovering your gifts and talents and using them to help other people in life. See, biblical success is not something you just stumble into, praise the Lord. If you want to have success God's way, guys, you've got to dig into God's word and let it be planted in your life. Do what God's word says. You have to go after God's word the way he tells you to go after it. See, the Apostle Paul said, study to show yourself approved. David said, your word I'll hide in my heart so I won't sin against you. James says, not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word, praise the Lord. See, if you want success, guys, God's way, then you've got to stop living according to the way you want to live and start living your life according to the, world, to the word of God for your life, praise the Lord. See, if you're going to be successful, guys, in every area of your life, in this Christian life, guys, you have to do what God wants you to do according to his word. you got to make God's word a priority in our lives. It's got to be the priority. See, Joshua 1.8, God gives three principles for staying in his word. And principle uh, A here, or 1A, study continually. you got to study continually. Verse, S, uh, verse 8 says, keep this book of the law always in your lips and meditate on it day, day and night. In other words, keep it in your lips. Speak it out. Speak the word of God. The Word of God has to become part of you. It's got to be in your ears. It's got to be in your head. It's got to be in your heart, guys, if you want to live successful, praise the Lord. 
Psalms 119 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And see, how can the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, guys, unless you learn to walk in God's word, digest his word, let his word surround you and get around you and shine the light upon your path, praise the Lord. See, when I go backpacking, I have this headlight so I can walk at night if I want to walk late on the trail or if I'm out and I'm going to set up my tent and my camp, I can see where I'm going without stumbling and falling. But if I turn off that light, guys, I'll stumble, I'll fall, I can get lost. And see, there's too many people wandering around in this world, guys, and they're lost and they can't find their way because they refuse to let the light of God's word shine upon their life, shine direction on the direction that they need to go that God wants them to go in, praise the Lord. You've got to allow God's word to get in your, in your life, praise the Lord. And that's why you need to be in God's word. Principle number 2B, observe, observe it faithfully. Verse 8 again says, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Written in it. See, you just can't be a hearer of the word, guys. You've got to practice it. You've got to put it into practice in your life if you want to live in success and have victory in your life. So you have to be uh, careful to follow the instructions of God's word, praise the Lord. Amen. See, when I go backpacking, I get my map out, and I plot my course, and I look at it, and I see where I'm going. And, and I'm careful to follow it so I don't get off trail, guys. See, because if I don't follow the directions of, of the map, I can get lost. I can get tangled up. I can take a wrong trail or a wrong turn, guys, and I can get lost. Amen. And I can never find my way back. But see, there, there, was, a, uh, there was a lady in um, 2013 that was hiking the Appalachian Trail, which you don't know. It's a trail that's about 2,500 miles. It goes from, uh, I think, Arkansas all the way up to the end of Maine, just before Canada. And so she'd done about a thousand miles of this trail already. So one day she decides when she's on the trail to get off trail to go use the bathroom. So she gets off the trail and she gets disoriented, turned around, and she can't find her way back to the trail because the woods were real thick, the trees were real thick in there. And anyone says if you hike that area and if you get off the trail, that's so much brush, it's easy for the, for the forest to cover up the trail and you, you get lost. And so she gets lost. And so search teams come out for her. Her family comes out for her, law enforcement. And weeks go by, and they can't find her. And so uh, they give up the search. And so some two, two years later, in 2015, there was a forest worker out doing some surveying for the uh, government there. And he comes across a tent, a little camp area with a backpack. And inside the tent was the sleeping bags with the remains of this lady. And they found her phone and a journal, and, and she stayed alive for 30-something days after she went uh, missing. And, uh, and she uh, uh, left notes to her family about, uh, you know, that she knew she was going to be lost. She kind of ended up giving in to uh, the elements and starvation because she got off the trail, guys. She, she didn't know how to read her compass very well, and she didn't know how to read her map very well. And see, church, you've got to learn to follow God's word and stay in God's word because it's our road map, praise God. You've got to learn it and study it because it'll keep you from getting lost. See, because if you don't learn to get in God's word and study it and read it, guys, you can get lost. You can get off the trail. You can even uh, die out in the wilderness of this world, praise the Lord. See, there's too many people, guys, that's living out lost in this world, lost in their addictions, lost in sin, lost in fear, guys, because they don't get in God's word. They haven't um, been in God's word to find out what God's plan and purpose is for their life. To do what God's word tells them to do. To follow his roadmap for their life, guys. And you've got to be careful to follow God's instructions for your life so you don't get lost, praise the Lord. Amen. So principle C is you'll prosper. Verse 8 says, then you'll prosper and you'll be successful. See, when you begin to dig into God's word and become a student of God's word, guys, and not just a hearer but a doer, guys, you'll begin to see God's blessings in your life. 
When you begin to meditate on God's word and let it become a part of your life, you'll see that God's favor will begin to come on you. And the things you touch, you'll have blessings and you could show up at a job that's not going very good, but because you go there and God's favor on your life, things will start changing that situation because you'll carry the favor of God in your life, praise the Lord. See, Deuteronomy 29 and 9 says, Therefore, keep these words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. God's word is our blueprint, guys. It's our roadmap. It's our guide. Praise the Lord. See, God's the, uh, our authority, and it's a standard that we're to live our lives by. Praise the Lord. See, God's given us his word and all the things within his word that we can live in victory, guys, and walk in prosperity. Praise the Lord. The second key to having success and victory, God's way. Uh, and number two is God's word needs to be our communication. It needs to be our communication. See, God instructed Joshua in verse 8 that his word should be filled with the word of God. In other words, he should speak the word of God. The word of God has to be our guide, guys, in our conversations. Praise the Lord. See, when you make the word of God a priority in your life, uh, then the, the way you speak, guys, it will change the way you speak. Praise the Lord. It'll change your communication. It'll change the way you act. You should, if, if, if the word of God's a priority in your life, guys, then the way you talk should change. Praise the Lord. You won't be talking like the old person, the old nature in your life. You won't be telling nasty jokes and, and being foul and, and perverted in your actions and your thinking and, and your conversations, guys, because when the Word of God gets in you and you've been allowed to get in your mind and your heart and your spirit, it will begin to change your thinking. It will change your speech. It will change your actions. Praise the Lord. You won't be coming to church all like, what's up, sister? You're looking good or whatever. You know, you won't be doing that. You know, Jesus wouldn't be coming to the church with his pants half hanging down. You know why? Because his identity wasn't in the world. His identity was in his father, praise the Lord. And see, when you begin to dig into God's word, guys, and have a hunger and a heart for it, you'll begin to see Jesus within the pages of those words, his holiness, his goodness, his love, his mercy. And see, the Holy Spirit will begin to conform you and transform you into the image of Christ that when people see you, they won't see you, they'll see Christ in you. Like they told Jesus, show us the Father. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. See, because he will transform you. Your identity will become in Christ. And see, there's too many churches nowadays and people, guys, their identity, they want it to be in the world so they can draw more people. But our identity as a church, as a body, as believers need to be in Christ Jesus. And that comes through getting in his word and letting the word transform you and conform you to the image of Christ. See, our speech, guys, should be seasoned with God's word. Galatians 4 and 6 says, Let your speech always be with grace and salt, that you may know, you may know how to, that you ought to um, answer each one. Se seasoned with grace and salt, praise the Lord. See, the word of God in me, guys. The word of God is in me, and, I, and, and it's been planted in my life, so it should come out in my conversations when I'm talking. Me and my sister, we can't be around each other more than probably 40 seconds before we start talking about the goodness of the Lord. And there's other brothers and sisters in Christ, because see, when you get in God's word, and you let God's word have reign and resident in your life, it's going to come out in your conversations at one point or another, praise the Lord. See, you have to put off all the offensive talk and language and, and, and that tear down people and tears yourself down. you got to put it off, guys. So you got to filter your words through the Word of God. See, as Christians, we should be talking about the Word of God, the good things of God, and what God's doing in our life, praise the Lord. There's no subject more valuable to your Christian walk than the Word of God that's more inspiring than the Word of God. 
And you got to learn to hunger and thirst for his word, guys. Talking about the word of God, it encourages people. It helps people. Hebrews 3 and 12 says that exhort one another daily. That word exhorts means to encourage guys strongly. Encourage people. See, talking about word of, the word of God helps encourage people around you that's, going, that's down, that's going through struggles, that's going through trials. Some maybe that's even going through sickness. You get around them and start talking the word of God, it begins to build them up. Because the word of God is life, guys. It speaks life. And when you're around people, you can... There's been times in my life where I've been down and going through it, and I've got around some brothers and sisters that begin to speak the word of God, and all of a sudden my spirit begins to lift up because the word of God is lifting. It's, it's building. It will build you up, praise the Lord. You've got to learn to speak the words of God in your life, praise the Lord. Talking, talking God's word, speaking God's word, guys, will either draw people to you or to push people away from you. It's like uh, magnets. There's a positive side and a negative side. But you take two magnets, put the positive sides together, and they'll suck together. You take and flip the side to the negative side, and you can push that magnet all the way around. I was witnessing to a, a coworker one time, speaking to him and ministering to him, and, and he was just being drawn to me. And he was like, man, your words are powerful. They're just speaking to me. And it wasn't me. But it was a word of God in me, and God was dealing with him and drawing him. And so we, we connected, praise the Lord. But then I was witnessing to another friend of mine there, and she didn't want to hear anything that I had to say. She was like very verbal about it too. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to live my life that way. That's not the direction I'm going right now. And it was just like the, the, the positive and negative magnet. It was just a push away. And see your word, the word of God in you guys will either draw people to you or it will push them away, praise the Lord. See, people who have found God's uh, word, guys, and his way of success have realized the enormous power that words have in their life. See, the Bible says here in Proverbs 18, 21, that death and life is in the power of the tongue. And see, you can, you can speak words, guys, that will bring life to you, or you can speak words that will bring death to you. You can speak words that will bring blessings to you, or you can speak words that will bring curses to you. See, know that there's, there's power in your words, guys, to mold and shape or destroy by the words you speak. See, Matthew 12 and 37 says, For by your words you will be justified, or by your words you will be condemned. See, you got to get into God's word, guys, and learn to speak God's word. Let it become a part of you so you can speak out the purpose and plan of God over your life, guys. Speak the good things of God. There's been so many people, guys, in this life that are, are beat down by words and negative words uh, that's been spoken over them since they've been a, a little kid or, or someplace in life to the point that they live a spiritual prison within their life because people have told them that you're no good, you're worthless, you're always going to be a drug addict, no one's ever going to love you, no one's ever going to care for you, and they've let these words put them in a prison cell because of words spoken over their life. Amen. See, your words have supernatural power. And so you have to watch what comes out of your mouth, guys. You have to watch what comes out because it, has, it can become a reality in your life. That's why you got to learn to speak the words of God because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs says here in 15.4, gentle words are a tree of life, but a deceitful tongue uh, cur uh, crushes the spirit. Proverbs 18.7 says, a fool's mouth is destruction and his lips are a snare to his soul. There's power in words. That's why God told Joshua that this book of law shall not depart from his mouth, that he's to speak the word of God. 
See, what God is saying, guys, to Joshua, what he's saying to us, if we want, if we want to, learn, to learn to live in success, guys, then we've got to learn to speak God's word, what he's already spoken, what's already been written in his word. We've got to learn to speak it out, guys. Speak blessings over your life, not curses. See, as Christians, is your mouth, guys, a, a source of healing or is it a source of hurting? Does your mouth build up or does it tear down? Is your mouth a, a fountain of truth, guys, and praise, or is it a garbage can for lies and gossip? Do you use your mouth to encourage and build people up or discourage them and tear them down? What's coming out of your mouth? What are you speaking out of your mouth? See, success begins with speaking faith. Success begins with speaking those things that aren't as though they are. Success begins with taming this tongue and speaking out the word of God, speaking the word of God into your family, speaking the word of God into your finances, speaking the word of God into your marriage, speaking the word of God into your health, praise God, speaking the word of God. So you have to learn to speak the, uh, the word of God, and you have to learn to develop a habit of speaking the word of God over your life, speaking success into your life, even when you don't even see it, guys. See, First Samuel, when David faced Goliath, he didn't crumble in fear, but he spoke in faith, guys. He said, uh, the day the Lord has delivered you into my hands. He goes, and I will strike you, and I'll take your head. See, he spoke, a, he spoke victory, guys, and success, even before he experienced it. And you got to learn to speak success, guys, and victory in your life, even before you experience it, praise the Lord. I will walk in victory. I will walk in deliverance. I will walk financially blessed. I will walk in health, praise the Lord. You got to learn to speak it out. Speak success even before you hear it, guys. Stop saying, I can't, and quote uh, Philippians 4, 13, that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Praise the Lord. Stop saying that things are impossible and start saying, Mark 10, with man it is impossible, but with the God I serve, all things are possible. Praise the Lord. And stop saying, I don't have enough. And again, say Philippians 4, uh, 419, that, uh, that my God shall supply all of my needs, praise the Lord, according to his riches and glory. Learn to speak God's word over your life and into your life, into your family's life, praise the Lord. Quote God's word. Speak blessings, guys, and not cursings. Speak the word of God. You got to get make up your mind to live in God's word and let it become a part of your life, praise the Lord. See, if you're going to be successful, guys, and do things God's ways, then you're going to have to learn to change the, your speech, change the way you talk. Researchers have uh, suggested that um, it takes 21 to 66 days uh, to, for a habit to become a, a, um, a routine in your life, for something to become a habit, depending on how tough it is. Like, if I want to get up every morning and drink two glasses of water, to stimulate my health, it's going to take anywhere from zero to 21 days for that to become a, a habit, a routine in my life. For, uh, they found out that doing 50 push-ups or 50 sit-ups in the morning it takes anywhere from 66 to 84 days before it to become a habit and a routine in my life. And see, church, you've got to get into God's Word. You've got to dig into God's Word, learn to speak God's Word in your life. If you want it to become a routine and a habit in your life, you've got to make yourself get in God's and let it become part of your life, who you are, praise the Lord. Speak out the words of God over your life, over your family, till it becomes a routine. See, because the enemy don't want you to do it. And he'll do everything he can to distract you. There'll always be a phone call. There'll always be a text message. There'll always be laundry to do. There'll always be someone knocking at your door. But you've got to push those things aside and make time for God's word and let it become part of your life because it be let it become a routine, praise the Lord, that you're getting God's word. 
You have to make time for God's Word and speak God's Word. God's Word speaks life, guys. It speaks life to those dead situations, life to those dead relationships. It speaks healing, guys. It speaks life into those dead, dry bones. See, but you got to be faithful to get in God's Word and let it reside in your life and in your mind and your thoughts and in your spirit, praise the Lord. See, if you were sick and dying... And there was a pill that was offered that if you took it once every day would heal you. Everybody would take that pill and they would be faithful to do it. Because the world, guys, is full of people that are sick and dying, both physically and spiritually, praise God. And God's got the cure. He's got the word of the pill. It's the word of God, praise the Lord. And you've got to be faithful to get in God's word and just digest it and let it get in your life and get in your spirit, praise the Lord. You've got to get into God's word. The Bible says here in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. See, your faith, guys, for healing and change in your life, guys, it's going to come through the, the hearing of the spoken word and the hearing of the written word in your life. Make God's word a priority in your life, guys. Read it and speak it out till it becomes a routine, a habit in your daily life. Praise the Lord. The third key, guys, to having success and victory in, in, in God's way is there needs to be obedience to the Word of God. Obedience to the Word of God. It's one of the most important lessons that a, 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 for the success in a Christian's life is learning to walk in obedience to God's Word. The Bible says here in, in uh, 1 Samuel 15, 22, but Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice. And see, guys, I can look back in my life, and many times that I've, uh, I've fallen or messed up or got off course is when I, 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 I pulled myself or I stopped walking in obedience to, to God's word. Maybe some of you here today can relate with that, that a place where you've messed up in your life is where you stop walking in obedience to God's word. So you've got to walk in obedience. See, our attitudes, our behavior, our speech, guys, our talk, everything in our life should re- revolve around obedience to God's word, praise the Lord. See, that's why God reminded Joshua to get in his word, to spend time in his word, and observe what was written according to his word. And see, God's saying, guys, right here, if you want to be effective and have good success in your life, then everything in your life is going to have to come unto obedience to God's written word, praise the Lord. That's why there's some people, guys, that are still struggling. They come to church and worship on Sunday, but go out and get high on Monday. And God's like, I don't play that game. God's word says, be holy, for I am holy, praise the Lord. See, you have to bring everything into alignment with God. All your actions and the way you live your life has got to come into obedience to the word of God for your life, praise the Lord. God tells Joshua to observe, to do according to all that's written in his word. And you have to do the same. I have to do the same. We have to bring our lives into obedience to God's word. See, you'll never reach that place that God has for you guys until you can learn to bring your life into connection, into relationship with God's word, because he is his word. Being connected to God's word, guys, uh, it will change your lives. It will change your perspective on the way you see things. See, God's word is our primary source, guys, for living in victory. Praise God. See, our morality, guys, it's not defined by our Congress or by this culture that we live in. We walk according to God's righteousness for our lives, guys. We walk to, uh, according to his righteousness. We follow God's standard for holiness, guys, and, and morality. And see, if you want to be a follower of Jesus Christ, guys, you've got to be in obedience to God's written word for your life. See, it's one thing to be a hearer of the word, but it's another thing, guys, to do God's word. And you've got to learn to live God's word in your life. See, obedience, it positions us for blessings in our life when we get into obedience to God's word. 
You've got to learn to be obedient and get into that right position. See, there's a lot of you today, guys, you're just outside of God's blessings for your life, and you need to come back across that line and reposition yourself into a place of blessing so God can bless your life. Stop living in the dry desert. Stop living in disobedience. Stop running from God. Stop sitting on your gifts and talents. Stop being stubborn and cross the line from the dry heat to where the river is flowing. God wants to bring blessings in your life. He wants to give you victory, and when you start walking obedience, well, you're going to watch things. Your marriage is going to get better. Your finances are going to get better. Your health's going to get better if you'll just cross the line and and come over into a place, a position of obedience to God's Word. Stop living in disobedience and become obedient to God's Word for your life. See, God has some amazing things that He wants to do in your lives, guys, but it's going to take you learning to walk in obedience to His Word. To His Word. The worship team wants to come on back up this morning. See, if you're going to have success God's way, guys, you're going to have to learn to do things God's way. Jesus says here in Matthew 7, 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father which is in heaven. See, obedience to the word of God, guys, it's the key to unlocking God's blessings and favor in our life, guys, having the favor of God upon our life. So you've got to commit yourself to being obedient to the word of God for your life. Obeying God's word, guys, is realizing it's not about you, but it's all about him. Praise the Lord. Obeying God, guys, it just comes down to you trusting that God knows what's best for your lives. Praise the Lord. See, the more I get into God's word, the more I read it, the more I allow it to get in my spirit and I digest it, guys, the easier it is for me to to obey his will. See, because God's not just satisfied with you coming and reading his word and meditating on his word. He's, he's satisfied when you get into a place of obedience to his word. Obedience. See, God was concerned with Joshua's success, and God's concerned with your success for your life. But see, our success comes through our relationship through God, through his word, praise the Lord. See, are you putting God's word in the right priority in your life today, guys? Are you, uh, are you watching your conversations, guys, by, by the word of God, how you speak, your speech? Are you, are you coming into obedience to God's word, his whole word, and not just part of his word? Because, see, a partial obedience is complete disobedience. So I don't know where you're at today, guys, in your life. But I know this, God wants to bless you. And he wants to touch you. He's got good things for you. But you've got to come across that place of, of not being obedient to God's word to being obedient. Maybe you're struggling with some things in your life. Maybe you've got an identity crisis in your life today. Maybe part of your identity is out in the world and part of your identity is in the church. God's saying, I want your identity to be in me. He wants to take and touch your life, push his spirit, press it into your life that when people look at you, they don't see you, but they see Christ in you. And I guarantee you guys, when you learn to submit to God's word, his authority, you'll see some things fall off your lives. You'll see some chains come off, some bondages broken, but it starts, guys, with coming into alignment with God's word, God's word, his will for your life. He is his word this morning, church. So if you're here this morning, guys, I'm going to have the prayer team come up, and I want to pray with you that God's word will be a priority in your life, that you'll make time. He reveals himself to you through his word. But you've got to desire it, guys. It's not enough to come to church God wants to speak with you. He wants to invade your life and have have relationship with you. So if that's you this morning, guys, if you've been struggling with an identity crisis, 
If you've been struggling with some things in your life, God wants to break those things off your life. And we all want to pray with you this morning. But you have to step out. It's a step of faith, praise the Lord.